change had much to say But man, I still think them cats are great They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found Told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Band of Brothers, B.O.B., Episode 5, Week 6. Came off a fresh week where we had a bunch of tight games, and we're close to being halfway through the season. How are you doing, fellas? I'm doing well. Sorry, I thought Dylan was going to talk there. Yeah, I'm doing well. that's my bad. Um, doing great. We got a Coors Light Seltzer here ready to go, so excited for the episode. Had a good lane or good day at the alley today. Just putting last week behind me, and I'm looking forward to it. You'll be as full of athletes of every kind. Uh, with that being said, we'll jump into week five's matchups. Um, we had some good ones last week. Uh, one of the best games of the week and the game of the week was Trey versus Reed. Reed ended up squeaking that out by less than three points. Um, on the Monday night game, or I guess Tuesday night game. So Tuesday night football. Any thoughts about the game of the week? Yeah, all these games are screwing me up. Um, yeah, it was a uh, really good week. Um, with Sunday night game, Dalvin Cook getting injured at the half because the Vikings tried giving him forty-five touches in the game. Um, Dalvin was out, so that made that matchup interesting. Russ started to cook in the second half, and so um, that got pretty tight, and then. Uh, we'll talk more about that Bills blunder the last ten minutes with Brent, but Trey was not able to capitalize with Diggs. What's there to talk about? We can skip over that for our other post sake. Um, a stinker game of the week was Arrow throwing up a big old seventy four point eight versus Luke. Luke squeaks out one hundred nine points and gets the win. Could it be me? Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, did you really Z say level. that? We're just going to let Dylan Ties slide off the hook? I'm scrolling all the way through. Relax. It was a good, clean matchup. I mean, when you score one touchdown and it's not even from your quarterback and you walk away with the win, I don't What'd see you a get problem. from Matt Ryan, 12? Jeez, that'd be a great night. Uh, no, you got nine, right? I just got 9.2, and I won the QB battle by three points. So, <laughs> it was a... Burrow uh, had... Did he roll out Burrow? Yeah, he had Burrow. Does he have anyone else on the roster? Probably not on his own. Um, I'm pretty sure he picked up Fitz off the waiver wire. I'll have to go to next week. Yeah, he did. He did this week, or today, actually. Right, right. Probably realized it was about time to have a decent quarterback on the roster. Uh, Jumping ahead, we got Jack, who got pummeled by Jackson. Nice week from Jackson there. That was surprising to me. I think... um, most of the votes were in favor of Jack this week. Oh, this past week, excuse me. Um, and kind of just looking at the matchups, I thought he was going to walk away with the win. But um, we can talk more about the uh, Lamar here in a bit. But kind of been a disappointment so far. So that was interesting to me. Our last, not last game, our next game, our very own Brent lost in a tearjerker to Z. Um I don't know if we need to go into that too much for Brent's sake. Any uh, thoughts, Brent? I mean, five starters out. McCaffrey out. Galladay out. Hawkinson out. You know, I'm I'm happy with essentially my bench losing by point four. 
in my bench putting up 107, so I'm okay with it. Sure as hell would have liked to have it, but... Glass half full, kind of lad. Yeah. Zarek's team sucks. I played the fifth. I'm looking through right now. It's, it's pretty bad. Um, all right. Dylan, what do you have to say for your terrible performance as well? I mean, I won this week. You know, I'm three and two. I'm on a two-game heater. Win next week. That's what we like to call a winning streak. Um, this this is a golf golf scorecard. There's no pictures on the scorecard. You got to win. Well, Tyler lowered me on the course. Never happened. Um, but with that, no, I mean, my team didn't want to get in the end zone. Um, had a couple guys out too. We had Julio out and we upgraded going into the week. So I love where my team's at. There we go. He got a dub. And then your very own Jay Culture squeaks out a dub. We called it on the podcast saying this had the makings of a second game of the week. And we the final score ended up being 133 to 131. Great matchup. Great to see AJ Brown back in the lineup. Don't quote me. I'll listen back to it. I'm almost positive Dylan said 135-129 is the final score. He definitely said in the 130s, if I recall. I would like to go back and listen to that, too. It was um, either 140. I'm almost positive it was 135-129. Either that or 145-139. Yeah, I mean, it was a really great matchup. Like you said, Connor, you uh, busted it out. I would like to bring something up with this matchup, and especially um, the loser in this Evan calling himself the tight end guru a couple times this year. When you're bragging about drafting a guy multiple times and you continue to bench that guy, what is what is the point of bragging there? I, I was going to say, we're on, we're on the week six and he started him twice. Right. Like someone, I don't know, we have two flexes now. Uh, I know Deontay Johnson got hurt, so hindsight, but don't go bragging about yeah, I mean, save, and... save it till next week. You can't yeah. be bragging when he's literally sitting on your bench and you would have won if you started him. Right. No, I'm with you completely. So just wanted to bring that Tough up scene. there, see your guys' thoughts. Early cornball. Um, around the league, brutal injury for Dak. Um, we thought it was a mere flesh wound at the start. Just a cramp. The announcers did. Just a cramp. Um but he is out for the year, so that obviously affects the whole Cowboys offense. And will be interesting to see going forward, especially with the Kamari. Gallup's probably dead at this point. Lamb, a bunch of players are affected, so that's a big uh, big turning point going forward this year. Any thoughts about Dak? Um, I just got to say with uh, Gallup, Jack's had it copy and pasted in his messages saying that. I don't know, man. It, it seems like Gallup's the guy now. So he's been... Uh, sending it out like wildfire but yeah i've heard a, a couple places say that the cowboys offense will be 75 percent of itself now without Dak. i think that's a pretty fair take we'll see what the red rocket can do but i think that's pretty big news for you though um connor probably will rely on zeke a little bit more um feed him a little bit and work him into the passing game more so dump down nation <laughs> yeah. hopefully it drops a few pounds now I'm that seeing 10 targets a game thick. for 50 yards. Personally, I think they'll be 85 to 90 percent. Right. I think Dalton's. I mean, Winston post LASIK is probably number one, but I think Dalton's the number two. 
backup in the league. I mean, three years ago, he was a top five quarterback. Wait, where's Taysom at? Fantasy wise. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, Jesus, Brent. Yeah, as soon as you laughed, I, I this fantasy show, I, I figured I'd just, but no. That's my bad. Can we put the ballers laugh track somewhere in here for Reed's pleasure? But no, I mean, he was a top five quarterback three years ago. Obviously, last couple of years, Bengals haven't been as good, but. Yeah, I'd probably take him over Brissett. I was honestly surprised he cleared waivers. I thought he was going for a lot of money. We'll see tomorrow. Really? But it's not like we would have seen anyways. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Thanks, Sleeper. Um, also around the league, Melvin Gordon decided to drive himself home last night after a couple glasses of sheesh. Did you guys see that report? Yeah, wasn't it like 25 to... They clocked him at 25 to 39 over the limit. He went 71 and a 35, and he couldn't <laughs> even talk, and he fell out of the car. I did not know about that. Yeah, so he... uh. That's going to be more than your regular DUI. That's going to be a... I'm not the lawyer on the podcast, but when it's twice the legal limit in Nebraska, it's like double double the felony. That's what I was listening to the ballers, and they said that in Arizona. It's like two very severe strikes when you're in that speed range, so... Yeah, when you go over 25 miles an hour, that's uh, reckless driving or reckless endangerment or whatever, but you mm-hmm. you lose your license for six months. Well, that's great. That's if we you're need. under the age of 21, you for sure you lose your license for six months. Connor, I think you should write on your hand next year, don't draft players that drink and drive. Don't draft players Dude, that happen to be out every other week. <laughs> Just call up Jackson and one of the... His baked ass will pick him up. Jeez. Uh, for the love of the game. Um, so that was tough news for my team. As always, we'll fight it off. And then, Lev Bell, cut by the Jets. He is now a free agent. Rumors are saying he bet- he's between the Chiefs and four other mystery teams. That's such a cop-out of a tweet. Because you four can say other- literally any other team that he signs with, oh, he was part of the four, so I got it. Right. Who do you guys think that four is? I got a couple guesses myself, but I'm curious to see what you guys think. Brent, I know we talked about it last night. I know there's a lot of traction on the Bucks, but I just don't think that happens. I think the Bears. Five running backs? The Bears are probably the favorite to me. I think Cardinals are up there. You think? That'd be a mess. They only do have a Drake for a year. Like, and only on eight million. Yeah, they got on I the transition you, tag. I bet Le- Lev signs for at most two. I'd be kind of surprised if he even gets two. Didn't Tunet get like three and a half? Tunet got or Tunet got two. Oh really? I believe. Don't quote me on that. For some reason, three point five came. Freeman, in my head, but that's Freeman just, got three point five. Uh, that's I just, believe. That's a good day for Tunet's yards per carry. So I was just looking back at his stats. Dang. As much as I hate to say it, I do think because there's just no other reason why. Like, at this point, you got to give the ball to Chase. He's just done everything so much better than Drake, but they haven't done it, which there's got to be a reason why. Right. And so I think they, they would look at signing someone else and potentially look at signing Lev Bell. 
Apparently there there's go. some uh, Steelers rumors too. I just wanted to bring that up. Quick. I That'd did be, see uh, that. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I saw it a couple times. I, I know you Honestly, got your boy James wow. Conner, but that would be I could see the Bills. Funny. That wouldn't even surprise me. I really could see the Bills. Yeah, I think Bills are too. a very big dark horse. Bills, Chiefs, Although Bears, he's more of the TJ Yeldon role than Singletary. Pass catcher out the back, TJ Yeldon. But obviously you'd rather back. have... Would you guys do it again, though? I would probably do it again. Okay, we're along for the ride. You know, like I don't want to rag on guys, but like, yeah, he's in a better situation now, and so Arrow should be pumped. But like, this is also your second round pick. Your second round pick got cut. I mean, granted, take best case scenario, but I mean, regardless, it's still tough. All right, I think we harped on uh, Lev Ball enough for probably a couple podcasts now. We'll jump into big trades that happened since we recorded last. I think one of the bigger ones is involving myself, a three-team trade, only the second in league history. Is this the case? Yeah, and you've been a part of both of them, haven't you, Connor? I'm just all about the three ways. What can I say? Um, (laughs) Yeah, you're into that. Take notes, Reed. I laughed at that one. (laughs) <laughs> but it's ha, 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 you're so funny mike i'm nervous uh i received tyreek hill and sent out godwin and josh kelly the rb3 for the chargers in 15 dollars uh arrow received godwin from me and sent out beckham odell and 20 dollars and then tyler received odell Josh Kelly and thirty-five waiver dollars and sent out Tyreek. I would like to call myself out. Um, my initial thoughts: I thought Tyler ran away with that trade. I think that was kind of unanimous in the league. It could be not Zarek. Um, and then I just saw what Josh Kelly has been doing, and then just watched that game. And yeah, um, thank you, Tyler, for playing Josh Kelly and Scotty Miller last week, but. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I think it's a good trade, Connor, for both you and Arrow. I mean, you what get did the... Arrow give up again? Odell and twenty bucks. Then he got Godwin. Godwin, which his hammy situation, um, they're really resting him with it because they're trying to win, obviously, but kind of concerning because he dealt with the. I'm pretty sure it was the same leg, same hammy last year too, um. So yeah, Connor, I like it for your team. You get the best player in it. Um, now obviously Tyreek's a big play guy, so and he showed obviously, that this week. Yeah, obviously looking a week out after it, I think you clearly won that deal. Arrow second, Tyler unfortunately third. I really, honestly, I thought Tyler just ran away with that, or not ran away with it, but I thought it was a solid deal for Tyler, but after watching this Sunday, yikes. Initial trade reactions are always a favorite spark point for our league. We'll immediately just jump down everyone's throats no matter. And everyone always looks in a vacuum. I love it. Because everyone's like, oh, this for this guy. But no one actually looks at what it does to that person's team. Right. That would require too much critical thinking skills. Because we can, I don't know if we want to segue in, but we can certainly... 
Yeah, so uh, seg- we'll segue after. into our next trade, our third blockbuster trade of the week. Yeah, so I was on my lunch break um, Monday afternoon, and second. I was just kind of bored, wanted to see if I get a reaction or whatnot, so I threw uh, Clyde Edwards on the trade block, and about 20 seconds later, Reed Zerline hits me up um, with a pretty favorable deal. We talk back and forth. He tried to beg me for more waiver dollars, um, so that was a fun time. But retraded me Calvin Ridley and James Robinson for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Daryl Williams, and I gave him $10 of fab as well. Initial reactions there. I loved it. The rest of the league hated it for Reed's side. What do you guys think? I mean, I know Brent feels strongly about this. Not necessarily strongly. Because I, I know he's got a plan. It's Reed. He's got a plan. You haven't you heard him? But, like, and I know it, it probably involves getting rid of Kelsey. But to me, he's what? Four, he was 4 0, 4 1. He was. He's, he's 5 0 at this point. Yeah, he was. So he was 4 0. 4 0, and to make it depth. <sighs> I guess it's not a depth play, but like to get rid of your wide receiver, I don't know. I don't agree with it personally because what's his plan the rest of the season? Now he has to yeah, rely on a trade. He has a plan. What don't you understand about that? That's fair, but like he has to rely on a trade. Especially got, with uh, Dalvin out. He's got John Brown at his, as his wide receiver three, so. And what's his RB depth? Mattinson was his RB three, but now. Looks like he'll play this week. Well, he's got Delvin, Clyde, and Kenyon Drake. Oh, okay. All first-rounders from a couple months ago. Obviously, some things have changed, um, especially for Drake. Clyde's usage is kind of looking weird, especially in the red zone. But It's just very risky play. If it pays off, I mean, he's going to run away with the league. But if it doesn't, yikes. He traded himself out of the most dominant team in the league. To me, it just doesn't make sense at where he was at. 5-0, and why don't you just wait? A team's going to be desperate to get into the playoffs. That's They'll not trade how away he operates. Too. You know that's not how he operates. I don't know. Enough about it, though. All right. Any final thoughts before we jump into the next trade? I'll get in here. All right, um, another trade that just happened, or not just happened, happened a while ago. Um, Arrow traded Jameson. No, he traded. Wait, who he trade? He, he traded Amari Cooper and Jerry Judy and received Jameson Crowder, Lamar Jackson, and Michael Gallup from Jack. Jack wins this one. Again. Getting, uh, getting Amari and Judy. No, he got he gave away. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I think this one's pretty even. I think it's pretty even too. Um, I know we were talking about Lamar and wanted to save it for this. Um, he has been struggling, especially defenses are kind of trying to make him throw the ball deep down the sidelines. That's a, I mean, a semi difficult throw, but Lamar just can't hit it. And so if he can't be doing that, they're not really running him as much. Um, his value's been pretty down, but uh, Jamison Crowder's been, I think, 
points per game wise. So he sat out a couple weeks. I think he's the wide receiver three in points per game. Crowder is um, just only playing three weeks, but thought that was kind of funny. And then he's actually on the trade block. James, or is he's being shopped around? Like interesting, like the actual NFL. Yeah, the actual NFL player. They said he's. I mean, honestly, it makes sense because the Jets suck and they're fully tanking. So it's actually kind if of. If he gets traded, that arrow would be getting screwed. But... I don't even know where he would go. But so we can talk about that another time. Okay. That's just pure speculation, but that I saw right. it today. Just throwing it in there. Yeah, I think it's a pretty even trade too. Um, Arrow is texting me kind of panicking about Amari Cooper for some reason, so he wanted to move on, losing Dak too, and needed a quarterback, so I personally don't mind it. I don't mind yeah. it, don't but mind. I'm just not a believer in Lamar this year. That's his, his easiest part of the schedule is behind him, and he is the QB 13 from that. That's just a high price to pay for a guy with the the hardest QB schedule going forwards. And, I mean, he doesn't need to run the ball this year. Right. They've kind of shown that <laughs> to rely All on him as a points. passer is clearly not working very well. Obviously, he's a serviceable passer, but he's not going to bring you points in fantasy. 275, 204, 97, 193, 180. Hey, that gave me through 97 yards. He played well, though, throwing the ball. Don't rem- I don't forget that. That's fair, but I mean. Nah, I'm just, I'm trolling. Just a gauntlet of a schedule a little bit. It right. does get pretty easy in the playoffs, though, so I'll give him that. Yeah. Arrow Dallas, Cleveland, yeah. Jacksonville, the Arrow, Giants. Arrow won't be there, so that's not a worry. Well, you also got to wonder. I mean, by that time, you would assume uh, Ravens are going to be pretty close to locking up playoffs. Right? Are they really going to want to run them that much? Oh, Doubtful. Always a good option. So essentially, to me, he got a low QB one and Crowder for giving up Amari and Judy. Because when's he ever going to play Gallup? That was just a filler part of the trade. That's right. my only heart. It's just. I don't know, but who knows? Right. I'm not the expert around here. There you go. That's decent discussion there. All valid points. Uh, we got that covered. Now we're going to jump into our favorite recurring segment, Cornball of the Week, uh, our NFL Cornball. Yeah. Brent? Brent, take this here. one over. There was a couple. There was a shoe-in on uh, – well, I originally thought Brady was going to have it. His oh, little four, for his little Ford tweet. I really thought that was a shoe-in. I like, but forgot about that one. Unfortunately, we had to bear witness to Monday night. Not only does he miss an extra point, that would have just sealed the game. They have to talk about how he trademarked his nickname, Money Badger, before he misses the game winner and they lose in overtime. And this is Michael Badgley. This is kicker. Badgley. For the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, so that is unanimous cornball of the week in the NFL. 
Absolutely. And then on the league side of things, so usually we do one of our own league members, but um, this is a, a crowd favorite here. We're going to give the league cornball of the week to the app Sleeper. So this morning, Ooh, uh, Zarek, Trey, this one's for you, boys. Yeah, they got a, a, a three fourths right now here in this. Um, but yeah, so around 9.05, that's when waivers run central time. Uh, big day. We were all waiting to see who would pay up for Claypool. Uh, maybe if any running backs, other wide receivers would go. And 905 hits, and we just get a notification that, like, waivers ran or something. I don't know. It's just like... I don't even think I got a notification. It was just like... It just I like, got a notification that waivers, or waivers ran. Yeah, it was just like the title. Anything else. But we couldn't see who got who, so... People were scrambling, like, checking their teams and whatnot, and then we could view the activity. Um, but we still don't really know, like how much people really put down for people. Um, that was really poorly said, but how much our own league members put down for these players. And so, um, yeah, sleeper. Little really hidden bits the this week, yeah, which makes it interesting. But unfortunately, we did have to see a few. 90 bucks for Chase Claypool. Yeah. I knew as soon as I sent 66 and a half that that was just I should have just added Reed because I knew he'd bump up his bid because there's no outbidding Reed on this one. Well, then he said so that he had it. like seventy or seventy five or whatever, and then right yeah, when he saw that bumped he it bumped it up. Yep, I knew he. I knew he changed. I didn't know he was already at seventy five. So forty five percent blow more money. Forty five percent. I'm bad. not a math guy. Are we sure that's forty five percent? Yep, had my calculator. I spent all day working yeah. on it. Um. 45% of the fab on Claypool. What do you guys think about that? It's hefty. He did need a wide receiver. It's hefty. Waivers are pretty thin, at least for the next couple of weeks, unless another bell cow or someone goes down. But who isn't rostered at this point? I do understand that. Well, the last couple of weeks, I feel like at least one to two wide receivers kind of just pop up. Yeah. Um, especially with people dropping them and bye weeks and stuff. So I think wide receiver wise, usually you're able to find somewhat of a serviceable guy because someone just randomly gets eight targets for a hundred yards in a tutty. Um, and it's wide receivers. There's more of them just right, naturally. Yeah, three to four or so on the field at a time. But yeah, 90s a lot, but Reed needed a wide receiver from that trade. So I respect. I, I mean, easily could That's be wide receiver two on the year. Right. Yeah, we'll have to see. So I mean, it it could pay off, but it also could blow up. But who knows? There I respect go. it. Get your guys. Our next reoccurring. I liked Fulgham. Is... Sorry, I loved Fulgham. I don't think we're done quite Do yet you? with waivers. Loved you the like Fulgham pickup. I believe right. that was Trey. Well, what's going on with? Alshon to Djax. Are they going to be back soon? Or Who knows? That's a good are point. Are back? Dude, if they're back, are either of them even going to play? You can ask game? Brent. He has, he has Deshaun and Alshon. Yeah, no, I dropped, I dropped both of them this week, oh, unfortunately. Okay. Cool. But one last comment. 20 for Frank Gore. I would really love to see the other bids on that one. He's and just scrambling. Arrow's head spinning now right now. 15 he know what he's for doing. a kicker. He is the number one kicker and has put up an average of 21 points in the last two weeks. But doesn't he have a bye next week, though, so you can only play him yeah. one week? So he plays the Jets, so he might get some points there. But, yeah, then 
then he's got to hold him through the bye. But hey, if you get the number one kicker, 15 bucks is worth it. Number one kicker on the season. True. So we'll see if the if he keeps it up. Carry on now. All right. Next recurring segment, our group chat discussions. Nothing really crazy here. Just uh, we got MLB playoffs going on right now, so Jackson's Braves are busy getting massacred <laughs> live on TV. It's it's disgusting. They had to throw a whole uh, was it rated R rating on there halfway through the first inning. Kids had to go to bed. It was tough to watch, honestly. It's yeah. about it's week six, sorry, in the NFL. So this is where you really get the extrapolations of what this guy's. At. His, what is it called? His uh, end of season. He's on track for this many touchdowns. In case you guys were wondering, after uh, the first inning, right. the Dodgers were on track words? for 99 runs that game. <laughs> yeah. That's some quick math. What, what what did you do for that one? Yeah, he borrowed my calculator using my fab percentages. Yeah. Um, Damn. Quick note on that, too, with that game here. I know Jackson's um, sulking. But uh, the over under closed at nine and a half runs. The Dodgers covered that themselves in the top of the first. If you bet the under there, talk about corn pop of the year. Bad day to be taking the under at the water cooler tomorrow morning. Corn pop was me, too. I don't know why I didn't take the Dodgers. We talked about it yesterday. Oh, yeah. I took them. Riding hot off of those last two innings last week. Yeah, down 0 2. Run line one and a half on them, so. We're cooling on that one. Should we dive into the matchups, Connor? Yep, we already covered our waiver editions. Holy uh, cow, I forgot we have those. What? I forgot we got to run through matchups still. I thought we just had lock of the week and I was getting out of here. Rent's ready to go to bed. It's, it's my time for bed. You still got to wait, son. Uh, first game of the week. We can go through this quick. Yeah. Uh, Evan, Evan and Reed. I'll run through it. Big Ben versus Kyler. Miles Sanders versus Madison. Roe Joe versus new, newly minted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. DJ Moore versus Claypool. Wide receiver one for Reed right now. <laughs> Marquise Brown versus Cup. Janu in the lineup versus Kelsey. Mixon versus Drake. Slayton versus Tyler Boyd. Slayton in the lineup. Yeah, I no. like that play. Uh, Evans got Waller on bye, and Deontay's questionable, so easy for him so to throw. So that's why he's starting John o. I was yeah. gonna say he was forced to start John yeah. this week. Forced. Um, interesting matchup here. Um, I'm gonna go with Reed. Um, even though with making the trade, um, Mattinson not even really having to share much work. I'm sure Mike Boone will get in there a little bit, but against the terrible Falcons defense that is the worst two pass-catching running backs. So I'm sure Madison will get about four to five catches. So that's some good value topped on with rushing work. Um, really like Reed's matchups too, just quick with some of them. Uh, Kyler will go off Monday night against a terrible Dallas defense. Uh, Kelsey against Buffalo. We will be reporting live from that game. We'll talk about that at the very end. All right. Uh, Kelsey against a Bills defense that is looking pretty suspect now, kind of concerning. Um, and then, Dwake two against the Cowboys, so I like Reed here. I think his team puts up pretty good points, um, sending him on to six and zero possibly. One thing to watch will be if for some reason the Vikings decide to play Dalton this week, 
He said he's feeling all right, so could eat into it. I hope he doesn't play. I doubt he plays, but because they got the bye week next fine. week too, yeah, right? I, that would about be two weeks. That would be, be so stupid to play him, especially yeah. they're one and four. Yeah, you know, what are they a, playing for at this point against the Falcons too? Them. Like I don't know. I don't like it. Would be dumb, but if for some reason that happens, that could eat into his work. But I'm taking Reed. Uh, you already touched on all the matchups, but I'm taking Reed as well for the that reason alone. There you have it. Um, next game is Aaron coming on hot off the 75, looking for rebound versus Trey, uh, who has now dropped to three and two. Did he start three and zero? He did. And now has dropped two straight, so Trey's looking for a bounce back as well. Uh, Aaron now has Lamar Jackson, so he's going against Stafford. Frank Gore in the RB1 slot this week for Arrow uh, versus Gurley. Gibson versus Henry. Crowder versus Diggs. Robbie Anderson versus Hopkins. Gesicki versus Hurst. And Godwin versus Fulgham and Terry McLaurin versus Philip Lindsay. Um, I voted interesting matchup with the buys. Yeah, you know, I think this will be pretty tight here. Um, I'm gonna go with Trey with this one. Um, pretty much just the two Jets play. Uh, gosh, my apologies. Uh, yeah, the two Jets players with Frank Gore and Crowder. Crowder is a good player, but Frank Gore will go. 20 for 55 yards. Um, and then Trey's got a good team with some pretty good matchups here. Even with Russ out, he's got Stafford against the Jags, uh, Diggs against the Chiefs. I think he's going to have a big day. And then Hopkins against the Cowboys, too, I think is the X factor. They'll push things over. Interesting, too, last note on this quick Philip Lindsay. Um, they're saying Melvin Gordon is like a coach's decision. I don't think they play him, so. Even in a tough matchup, if he can get around 20 touches or so with receiving work, that's pretty solid uh, flex value for Trey there. So I think Trey wins this. We really trust in uh, that turf toe. I mean, that ruined T-Magic's career. Right. I mean, too soon. <laughs> Still a sore subject for all of them, fans. Um... Honestly, I think I'd like Aaron this matchup if he wasn't playing Gore. That's the selling point for me. I just I, that's such an upside killer. Yeah, I can't. I can't get uh get on with that. What do you think, Brent? I think I like Arrow's team more, but I think Henry and Diggs are just, or maybe just Diggs and Hopkins are going to carry Trey to this win. Obviously, some buys they're both dealing with. Gurley's been doing well. Yeah, I'm going to go Trey. Well, two right. versus one. I really think Stafford's going to just boom this week, too. At Jacksonville, off a bye with a completely healthy team. I think Stafford goes for 31.5 this week. Oh, baby. Wow. Coming out I have, slinging. You have to play that I on a Trey, monkey knife. Train a landslide. Yeah, I will be taking that. There you go. Train a um, landslide. Straight from the horse's mouth. Then we'll jump over to my matchup versus Jackson this week. Rogers versus Mahomes. Zeke versus Aaron Jones. Connor versus Henderson. Tyreek versus Keelan Cole. 
AJ Brown versus CD Lamb, Ingram versus Hooper, Melvin Gordon versus Mark Ingram, Will Fuller versus Hines, and then Sly versus Tucker. Uh, Jackson is facing a tough bye week uh, with Michael Thomas, Metcalf, and yeah. Renfro? I wasn't going to say that. I was going to let you fill that in if you really wanted to. Well, I meant, I, I mean, how many wide receivers you got on a team? So he's got, obviously, CD, but... We got the uh, yeah. roster police and Brent over here. One, two, <laughs> count them all. Yikes. He's, gonna, he's thrown to the mafia Oh, yeah, hotline. you're right. I guess I know exactly how many wide receivers he can have on a team. And there you go. The one team. question mark for my team is obviously Mr... Mr. Get Behind the Wheel and Drink and Drive, Melvin Gordon. I might have to throw him out for, I don't know who I'd throw my flex at this point. Are you serious? Play. You're gonna, you're not going to throw the matchup nightmare? Newly acquired $6 fab man, Cole Beasley in the lineup? Yeah, uh, we, what's I the point in spending on him? I can't believe we didn't discuss that in the the trade another i think we have a separate pod set up for that one after this i don't know about you guys that's a that's a two-hour double special <laughs> bob covering cole beasley oh, uh, as a tim tim patrick though he's been kind of decent lately too especially with a lock back could be a decent play if i'm forced to play there uh but there should be no reason to lose this matchup but it's Weird things have happened. Yeah, I mean, when you look at a lineup that's starting uh, Daryl Henderson against San Fran, Keelan Cole, uh, Austin Hooper, I know he had a decent week, and then Naheem Hines, that that lineup's not winning. Um, I got Connor here in an absolute just route, like uh, nearly Dodgers Braves level. Sorry, Jackson, but wow, yeah, I think you I think really that, just double hit him like that. Yeah, I think Reed, Connor Reed's just shaking from that. Jinx. You're just running around the bases <laughs> like they did today on him. Jeez. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Seager had three knocks in the first inning, which I mean, what an absolute day. Um, so yeah, that's what Connor's going to be doing. Nothing like a Bob Jinx, Brent. Anything dissenting in there? I think it's gonna be close. Obviously, there's some struggles with Jackson. <laughs> is, he, is he laughing? I get though he's serious. Obviously, they, but Mahomes could go for forty. I mean, I think that's game of the year. Not game of the year, but I think it's game of the first six weeks. Chiefs it's Buffalo, Bills. yeah, Buffalo versus the Chiefs. Is it, is it only because it's at four o'clock on a Monday? It's on a Sunday, isn't it? No, nope. Monday night at four. Because it was supposed to be the um, Thursday night game, but since they moved, I mean, both teams lost this week. If that, if both teams are five and zero going into this, what's a what's a better game? Chiefs Baltimore. Well, hindsight would say no, but yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm super pumped for that game too. We'll see what Joshy can do. But in other words, I think Mahomes, Aaron Jones, and. Uh, Okay. Aaron yeah. Jones against and Tampa CD, Bay. Those three. And then I think Hooper. Eight eight and a half targets is where I'm setting the line at. And I'm smacking the over. This man is just really jumping for a dissenting opinion at this point. He doesn't believe any of this. He's just trying to. We got Max Keller. It was a little aggressive. I'd put it at six and a half. But I think I think it's eight to nine targets. He's done that once this year. And it was last week at ten. Yeah. I think it's eight to nine targets. 
Okay. Kind of ironic that uh, Zarek just said in the Twitter group chat immediately after that. Yeah, typical shit Brent take. <laughs> Fitting. That's fair. He can hear you. I actually added him into the Zoom call. Jeez. Uh, okay, we got that covered. I think that's... Wait, Brent, did you give your pick there? I still have Connor, but I think, I think <laughs> it's going to be after close. After all that. I, t- I just said it was going to be close. Right. You guys said it was going to be a landslide. I didn't say it was a landslide. I'm not jinxing myself like that. I, I did. That you me. <laughs> Dylan did. I can uh I can take this next one. This was going to be my vote for matchup of the week. I'm not going to lie here. So we got really? Zarek versus Luke. This is going to be... Have you seen Luke's RB1? Yeah, but this is going to be your... Sorry, JD McKissick. This is going to be your Big Ten 11 a.m. kickoff snooze fest here. Is Beth Moens on the call? <laughs> I'd love this. This isn't I, about I, who wins the points. It's all about that field position battle on the blue green line all day. This is gonna be it's gonna be that Browns uh, onion article where they're punting it down each other's throats. Yep, I cannot wait for it. Um, starting off from left to right, Z's teams on the left. So we got uh, Deshaun Watson versus Brady. Throw your fours up. Uh, Freeman Devontae versus McKissick at the RB one spot. I'm sorry, Luke. Uh, single carry against Gaskin, Adam Thielen versus Devontae Parker, Brandon Cooks and Mike Evans, Zach Ertz, one catch for six yards. Did he break the tackle, fellas? No, he did not. Uh, Mark Andrews, Nikhil Harry, and uh, Debo Samuel, Preston Williams, and then Robert Tanyan, the wide receiver slash tight end in the flex for Luke here. What do you guys think? This is a gross matchup. Yeah, I uh, I know with the running backs, there's some jokes, but I'm going with uh, Luke here. I think Brady, um, I like the Packers winning that game. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, but I think Brady's going to have to play from behind, and so him and Mike Evans um, playing from behind, that's a good game script for them to get it going. Gaskin's going to get solid volume against the Jets, and I think Devontae Parker has about an Nine for one seventeen and one type day. Uh, so I think he has a big game. Debo is kind of getting back into the offense, coming off the foot injury. So I think they'll be playing from behind against the Rams. And then Robert Tanyan just coming off those three touchdowns. They had a bye week. Devontae should be back, but I think he's going to be a a focal part of that offense, moving the ball, uh, using the flat. So I like Luke here in a pretty close, low scoring matchup. This is tough. Uh, the selling I expect point. the balls out of sleeper still projecting 12 for Singletary. <laughs> yeah. The, and, uh, but eight and a half for Zach Ertz. Yeah, I don't. And if you like, I think Zarek brought it up, but like every uh, article like that talks about rankings and whatnot with all these analysts still have Ertz as a, like a top four to five play each week and it's just dude and only five and a half for Preston Williams Preston Williams should be close to double digits should he I think Preston Williams he's broke double did he's broke seven points like once yeah but he year. was he had a, a torn ACL he didn't like his, have an his entire percentage has gone down every single game yeah. I think he goes for 13 and a half points. 
Brent's on one tonight. I love it. <laughs> I'm I'm hitting the over on eleven and a half is where I'd comfortably hit the over. Well, brother, comfortably, brother. I think the line will probably would probably be set at like eight points or something. So, dude, I'm moving it. <laughs> Get better odds. Because no one else is betting on that. Brent's a market mover. I. Yeah, I like. Uh, I know I said it, but I like Luke here. I. Uh... Yeah, I don't like the yeah. matchup. Unless I I, Le'Veon could really end up in Miami. They're not tanking anymore. Why would they do that, Brent? Because then they'll re-sign him the after. Tonight. Well, you're gonna have to they'll re-sign him after this year. What? Is there a mute no. button on Zoom? Eagles had or Jets had to buy all of it out. They had to buy all of it. I all of it out. All twenty six million or whatever guaranteed. So his, all right, this is too Jets much. Had to take that we have forty five minutes. We we've already capped our Le'Veon talk tonight. Okay, I did not. We, think, we, we didn't talk about this. I would put a lot of money that the Dolphins didn't even contact Le'Veon Bell. Okay. All right, we 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 already hit our maximum. I'm getting yelled at by a producer. So I'll I'll choose and I'll go. I'll go Luke. No. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going Zare. It's a Teeland fest. There you go. Shut up now. Uh, then we go on to our B.O.B. special. No wonder they're fighting so much. Dylan versus Brent. KG matchup, fellas. How are we feeling? Not good. <laughs> not, can I get a not great, Bob? <laughs> not great, Bob. Let's just hope my wide receivers carry me. I think Galladay and Robinson both have a... Oh, there's Christian Kirk in the flex. I knew he had to be hiding there somewhere. Hiding? He ain't hiding at all. That dude's been in there the last three weeks, baby. You have an infatuation with that man. Hey, you got me five for 78 last week. Um, You know what? I am really excited for this week. We started off one and two. We're on a two-game heater. We can make it three. We got the Falcons triple stack of Matt Ryan, Ridley, and Julio, which I expect he's going to play. Got RB1 Mike Davis. The contracts should be there sitting soon. James Robinson and then Kittle and Mostert in a Sunday night matchup. Um, I really like my lineup this week in the matchups that I can throw out there, uh, especially with volume plays against weaker defenses. So, I'm very excited for this week. Who do you got, Connor? It has to be Dylan, I think. Mainly because Brent's rolling out Christian Kirk. You want me to set a Christian Kirk line? At Dallas? Yeah. Oh, okay, that could that could actually be well, you'll a be there, decent Connor. play. Five for 78, so nine point. All Does right, he get a score? Isn't that what he did last week? Yeah, I think that's the line. I hit the over. I bet he gets... I'm losing internet here. Classic. I bet he gets... 10.3 points. All right. Lock it in. Double digits points, baby. And that's all I'm going to do to talk about my team. 
Dylan's rolling out the Falcons stack. Interesting play with the way Matt Ryan's been playing. But they are playing at Minnesota, whose defense did look stingy at times this last week uh, against Russ. But, well, no, they're probably going to come crashing back down earth this week. Could be a shootout in Minneapolis. Yep, I'm expecting some garbage time points. And hopefully with Julio back, Matt Ryan will look like somewhat of a competent quarterback. That would be nice for your team. You have Jane Robinson. Uh, Brent's still holding on to top five RB1, James Taylor. James Taylor. Or <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, whatever. Take a lap. I'm holding still, uh, James, on. James, 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 I don't, James Robinson I don't is right next to Jonathan Taylor. For people texting me and offering me trades and me saying, I don't want to do that. How is that me being stingy with my players? I asked for if, Taylor, and like, the only piece I'm moving for is Zeke. <laughs> In a deal. I said the only deal I would do for would be with Zeke. But, because look, if I give up Jonathan Taylor, I rule out Chase Evans, DeAndre Swift, and Cam Akers. Do you want me to just paint a clown face on myself or what? I mean, it's it's not our fault you drafted like four rookie running backs. Okay, that's fair. And I'm eating that now. So why would I take, (laughs) or why would I sell Jonathan Taylor? It just doesn't. I'm not going to, so quit asking. Yeah, man. Someone get call up saving. He's not he's pulling an Evan, he's not on sale for anything. <laughs> oh right. man. Predictions. I'm going Dylan. Matchup for the week time. Did we go himself, I think. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Yep, we'll, we'll go match of the week. Dylan, take it away. Yep, so we got the matchup of the week. Two one and four uh, owners here between Tyler and Jack. This is going to be a good matchup. We'll start left to right. Tyler's team on the left. Uh, we got Fitz Magic, newly acquired, and newly acquired Tana Trill for Jack as well. David Montgomery and Kareem Hunt. Lenny Tunet, uh, who's questionable but should be back playing with David Johnson. Odell Beckham for Ty. Devontae Adams. Juju Smith-Schuster, Justin Jefferson, Logan Thomas, and Eric Ebron. Can you find a worse tight end matchup than Logan Thomas versus Eric Ebron? I don't think you can. Uh, Then we got Jerry Judy and Robert Woods. Then T.Y. Hilton. uh, Did he have another week of under 80 yards? Yes, he did. And then Amari Cooper for Jack. I like Jack here. Um, Tannehill's playing some really good football. Connor, you sent in that stat of how great the Titans have been in the red zone um, since they've acquired Mm -hmm. him, and that has not changed at all this year. Uh, Kareem has a tougher matchup against the Steelers, but being the guy and catching the ball, he has a good matchup. Adams should be back. I think Justin Jefferson actually has a pretty good bounce-back week against Atlanta. Um, He was super hyped up last week to just absolutely explode again. Disappointed a little bit, so I think he's a next week post-hype sleeper there. Um, and then Woods and Amari, some pretty good volume plays for Jack. So I'm going to go with Jack here. Um, Ty's team's interesting, but with two net at the RB2 and then the question mark of Juju right now, uh, I'm going to lead Jack. I could not have said it better myself. I'm going Jack. Firm handshakes. 
I agree. I think, yeah. Quickest game of the week wrap. Already going 51 minutes here. Yeah, that's fine with me. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. All three of us for Jack. Finish up our weekly run-throughs. Quick locks of the week, NFL and league. You guys have some I know you guys were talking about. Yep, I'll start ripping them out. Uh, we'll start with the teaser of the week. We've been hot on these ones, fellas. Uh, we're going to go with a three-team one. So we got the Packers, seven-point teaser. So the Packers would be a pick em. The Titans at plus four. And then the Ravens at minus a half. I also like the over and the Panthers-Bears game at 45. Get it at that early. And then I took it Monday night. College football, the Georgia Bulldogs plus six against Bama. News dropped today this uh, early evening that Nick Saban has COVID and is away from the team. And now that game's not even allowed to be taken anymore. I bet when that line comes out, whether that's Friday or Saturday, maybe even tomorrow, it will be Georgia minus two. So I'm very confident with a Georgia plus six there. You think it's going to be Georgia favored? I think with Saban out, coaches are, especially in college football, means so much to Vegas. Like, they're more valuable than a quarterback, I would want to say, especially Saban. So I think Vegas is really going to turn that line. Well, I hammered Georgia plus six on Monday, so I feel confident about that. I uh, tailed that teaser as well, and then I love that Bears-Panthers as well, so I don't think I have anything else to add. I thought you had a college football one you were telling me about. Oh, I do love North Carolina this week. That's right, that's right. I thought it was an ACC team. Who do they got again? Georgia. No, that's Clemson. Florida State. Six and a half against Florida State. Florida State should be an FCS team at this point. This year. Essentially. They're a Juco school in Florida. So it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that Carolina yeah. one. Oh, it's not six and a half. It's thirteen and a half. Still love it. Same thing. I got a. That was in a teaser. I got them at six and a half. Solid. Good value, though. Anything from you, Connor? Before we wrap things up. I don't think I have much. I'll see you in about forty-six hours, there, sir, in Texas. We will have two of three BOB members here in the great state of Texas come to you live from Jerry's World for Monday Night Football Cardinals at Cowboys. Should be an exciting time. We're going to have to set a line for over under how many $20 beers we drink. Over is looking frosty. It's going nice to taste pun like Christian Kirk. Nice Christian Kirk's and Connor says your monotone. You're just gonna sneak in a pun like that, <laughs> or <laughs> says it. Maybe you just Mike. You're so funny. Doesn't listen close enough because that's that's electric right there. Good cornball here to read. Yeah, it should be a good week of college football and NFL showing up here. So super pumped for it.